Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the time is when you're listening to those podcasts. The Lord bless you. Yeah, last week I took a time out because I was very strong. But I'm here today to the glory of God. Hallelujah. It's me, your friend, Olamijola Jumoke. Today I'll be talking about gossip. Amebo, Aproko, whatever name that you have for that gossip. Really, I've actually come to term with a recent development to always check again on words that I have been familiar with, just for accuracy's sake, I guess. So hard to check out what gossip connotes from the dictionary. Gossip, according to Cambridge Dictionary, gossips are conversation or reports about people's private lives that might be unkind disapproving or not true did you get that that secret craving very subtle quietly attractive we claim not to like it but we seem not to be able to resist it that sordid desire to know what we don't know about somebody else especially vice is a tendency that you're susceptible to being a gossip do you understand so Biblically, gossip is sharing information that not that ought not to be shared. It may or may not be true. That is gossip for you. But do you know that this gossip comes in flavor, different flavors. Anyway, why is it so hard to stop? Proverbs 18, it says the word of a gossip are like choice muscle. They go down to a man's inmost part. Did I hear you say, man naturally are inquisitive? Nah, that's not what I'm talking about. And I can hear someone saying, where, where do I have that time? I'm too busy to be interested in other people's affairs. Definitely. I know. Madam, calm down. Mister, take a chill pill and now listen up. Gossip is so subtle. That I learned through research in the scripture that gossip comes in different flavor. So you may be a gossiper and not know. Yes, I didn't make a mistake when I said gossiper. <laughs> like I always say, I'm a learner. So I, I, I grow every day. I don't know where I got that um, information from while growing that there's no such word like gossiper. But alas, there actually is. I leave you to do your findings on that. So back to the flavors of gossip, I will mention some. The first one I have here is slander. It simply means spreading rumors or lies about a person to cause damage purposely. Colossians 3, it says, Where we were called to read ourselves from slander and its likes. James 4, 11 says, Brothers, do not slander one another. Another flavor of gossip i have here is dishing dishing this one is just uh, it's about divulging information juicy information you learned about someone you might not have the intention to cause damage but keeping the gossip alive would definitely cause damage for example like now you're talking about loretta was raped she got pregnant she did an abortion she lost a womb no you know you're just dishing out the information but the truth of it is that it 
might or it will definitely cause damage on Loretta because maybe a probable suitor for Loretta is there and you've already dished out that she has lost the womb and the guy will just be pissed off so dishing is a is a style of of gossip I have another one rumor (laughs) rumors it takes only few people in this present world not to be caught in the web yeah I mean the web of rumors you hear something or see something and it's not good and you've not confirmed it as true but you tell someone or ask someone else to get more details the rumor mill turns and increase and gossip spreads proverbs 13 verse 3 warns you will guard his lips guard his life he will guard his lips guard his life i would like to tell you that he will guard his fingers by watching what he or she types on the media also God is life <laughs> really because there are so many things that we just type out on the media and they are not actually true they're not true so rumors so can you see now that you you might be a gossiper and you not know so another one I have is backbiting this flavor of gossip just as the name implies whereby you tactically go behind the person when the person can't see you and you bite from behind proverbs 25 verse 23 intentional speaking of spiteful word about another person who is not present and can do nothing in defense you are backbiting another one here which i know many people also fall in this line is harmful jokes when your jokes are hurting a person's emotion though true but it's a form of gossip for instance you know that a particular person isn't financially buoyant and they were asked to contribute and you're like about his sonny <laughs> you're a mocker you're not doing well about his sonny oh, eh, maybe you will pay tomorrow you know you are arming the person it's a form of gossip another one i have here in the flavor is planting seed this is a type of gossip that is very subtle this flavor of gossip is said in such a way to make the listener question or assume something about the character of a person for instance you just say don't you find it strange the way that lady sits at the choir stand you know you've not really said anything but you have insinuated you have planted seed in the heart of the listener like really okay do you understand and this one i saw this on the net it's called whispered innuendo hmm. whispered innuendo your insinuation can mislead others into thinking wrong thoughts your insinuation when you're speaking can mislead others into thinking wrong thoughts for example you're saying it's funny that the treasury box got missing when the head usher traveled madam what are you trying to insinuate <laughs> huh so whispered innuendo the last type of gossip i have here the flea voice got it got this all wrong gossip this you admit you didn't spread the right information but because probably is a story that touches the heart you let it keep spreading you know saying 
the person will not know and at least it's making sense but it's not true the bible says in james 4 17 anyone then who knows good hmm, and doesn't do it to him is a sin so by now my dear listener if i will speak your mind that scripture for all i've seen and fallen short of his glory might be on your mind Take this time out and say and mean this prayer. Say this prayer. Lord, I come to you in total surrender to the truth that I haven't passed the litmus test of having my tongue tamed. Help me to tame my tongue, guide my ears, and guard my heart. Help me to become a perfect person because the scripture says, if any man doesn't sin in words, such can be regarded as a perfect man. Help me, my Father and my God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen. See, eh? Gist is sweet. Talking is interesting. But walk in the consciousness of giving an account of every idle word that you speak. May our word account on that last day balance in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, For you shall give an account of every idle word that you speak. Are you a gossip? Are you a gossiper? Be wise. Yeah, it's still your girl, your lady, your woman, your sister, your friend, your daughter, Olamiju, Olajumoke, who speaks as inspired by the Holy Spirit. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever the time is when you're listening to this podcast, the Lord bless you. Yeah, last week I took a time out because I was very strong. But I'm here today to the glory of God. Hallelujah. It's me, your friend, Olamijola Jumoke. Today I'll be talking about gossip, amebo, aproko, whatever name that you have for that gossip. Really, I've actually come to terms with a recent development to always check again on words that I have been familiar with, just for accuracy's sake, I guess. So hard to check out what gossip connotes from the dictionary. Gossip, according to Cambridge Dictionary, gossips are conversation or reports about people's private lives that might be unkind, disapproving, or not true. Did you get that? That secret craving, very subtle, quietly attractive, we claim not to like it, but we seem not to be able to resist it. That sordid desire to know what we don't know about somebody else, especially vice, is a tendency that you're suspectable to being a gossip. Do you understand? So, biblically, gossip is sharing information that not that ought not to be shared it may or may not be true that is gossip for you but do you know that this gossip comes in flavor different flavors 
anyway why is it so hard to stop proverb 18 it says the word of a gossip are like choice muscle they go down to a man's inmost part did i hear you say man naturally are inquisitive nah that's not what i'm talking about and i can hear someone saying where where do i have that time i'm too busy to be interested in other people's affairs definitely i know madam calm down mister take a chill pill and now listen up gossip is so subtle that i learned through research in the scripture that gossip comes in different flavor so you may be a gossiper and not know yes i didn't make a mistake when i said gossiper <laughs> like i always say i'm a learner so i i, I grow every day I don't know where I got that um, information from while growing that there's no such word like gossiper. But alas, there actually is. I leave you to do your findings on that. So back to the flavors of gossip, I will mention some. The first one I have here is slander. It simply means spreading rumors or lies about a person to cause damage purposely. Colossians 3.8 says, where we were called to read ourselves from slander and its lies. James 4:11 says, "Brothers, do not slander one another." Another flavor of gossip I have here is dishing. Dishing. This one is just uh, is about divulging information, juicy information you learnt about someone. You might not have the intention to cause damage, but keeping the gossip alive would definitely cause damage for example like now you're talking about loretta was raped she got pregnant she did an abortion she lost a womb no you know you're just dishing out the information but the truth of it is that it might or it will definitely cause damage on loretta because Maybe a probable suitor for Loretta is there and you've already dished out that she has lost the womb and the guy will just be pissed off. So, dishing is a, is a style of, a, of gossip. I have another one, rumor. <laughs> Rumors, it takes only few people in this present world not to be caught in the web. Yeah, I mean the web of rumors. You hear something or see something and it's not good. And you've not confirmed it as true but you tell someone or ask someone else to get more details the rumor mill turns and increase and gossip spreads proverbs 13 verse 3 warns you will guard his lips guard his life he will guard his lips guard his life i would like to tell you that he will guard his fingers by watching what he or she types on the media also God is life <laughs> really because there are so many things that we just type out on the media and they are not actually true they're not true so rumors so can you see now that you you might be a gossiper and you not know so another one I have is backbiting this flavor of gossip just as the name implies whereby you tactically go behind the person when the person can't see you and you bite from behind proverb 25 verse 23 intentional speaking of spiteful word about another person who is not present and can do nothing in defense you are back biting 
Another one here which I know many people also fall in this line is harmful jokes. When your jokes are hurting a person's emotion, though true, but it's a form of gossip. For instance, you know that a particular person isn't financially buoyant and they were asked to contribute and you're like, about it, Sonny. <laughs> you're a mocker. You're not doing well. About it, Sonny. Oh, eh, maybe you will pay tomorrow. You know, you are arming the person. It's a form of gossip. Another one I have here in the flavor is planting seed. This is a type of gossip that is very subtle. This flavor of gossip is said in such a way to make the listener question or assume something about the character of a person. For instance, you just say, don't you find it strange the way that lady sits at the choir stand? You know, you've not really said anything, but you have insinuated, you have planted seed in the heart of the listener. Like, really? Okay, do you understand? And this one, I saw this on the net. It's called Whispered Innuendo. Hmm. Whispered Innuendo. Your insinuation can mislead others into thinking wrong turns. Your insinuation when you're speaking can mislead others into thinking wrong thoughts. For example, you're saying, It's funny that a treasury box got missing when the Ed Usher traveled. Madam, what are you trying to insinuate? <laughs> uh, so, whispered innuendo. The last type of gossip I have here, the flea voice, got it, got this all wrong gossip. This, you admit you didn't spread the right information, but because probably it's a story that touches the heart, you let it keep spreading. You know, saying the person will not know. Ah, at least it's making sense, but it's not true. The Bible says in James 4:17, anyone then who knows good hmm, and doesn't do it to him is a sin. So by now, my dear listener, if I will speak your mind, that scripture for all I've sinned and fallen short of his glory might be on your mind. Take this time out and say and mean this prayer. Say this prayer. Lord, I come to you in total surrender to the truth that I haven't passed the litmus test of having my tongue tamed. Help me to tame my tongue, guide my ears and guard my heart. Help me to become a perfect person because the scripture says, if any man doesn't sin in words, such can be regarded as a perfect man. Help me, my Father and my God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen. See, eh? Just is sweet. Talking is interesting. But walk in the consciousness of giving an account of every idle word that you speak. May our word account on that last day balance in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, For you shall give an account of every idle word that you speak. Are you a gossip? Are you a gossiper? Be wise. Yeah, it's still your girl, 
your lady, your woman, your sister, your friend, your daughter, Olamiju Olajumoke, who speaks as inspired by the Holy Spirit. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the time is when you're listening to this podcast. The Lord bless you. Yeah, last week I took a time out because I was very strong. But I'm here today to the glory of God. Hallelujah. It's me, your friend, Olamijola Jumoke. Today I'll be talking about gossip. Amebo, Aproko, whatever name that you have for that gossip. Really, I've actually come to terms with a recent development to always check again on words that I have been familiar with, just for accuracy's sake, I guess. So hard to check out what gossip connotes from the dictionary. Gossip, according to Cambridge Dictionary, gossips are conversation or reports about people's private lives that might be unkind disapproving or not true did you get that that secret craving very subtle quietly attractive we claim not to like it but we seem not to be able to resist it that sordid desire to know what we don't know about somebody else especially vice it's a tendency that you're suspectable to being a gossip do you understand so Biblically, gossip is sharing information that not that ought not to be shared. It may or may not be true. That is gossip for you. But do you know that this gossip comes in flavor, different flavors. Anyway, why is it so hard to stop? Proverbs 18, it says the word of a gossip are like choice muscle. They go down to a man's inmost part. Did I hear you say, man naturally are inquisitive? Nah, that's not what I'm talking about. And I can hear someone saying, where, where do I have that time? I'm too busy to be interested in other people's affairs. Definitely. I know. Madam, calm down. Mister, take a chill pill and now listen up. Gossip is so subtle. That I learned through research in the scripture that gossip comes in different flavor. So you may be a gossiper and not know. Yes, I didn't make a mistake when I said gossiper. <laughs> like I always say, I'm a learner. So I, I, I grow every day. I don't know where I got that um, information from while growing that there's no such word like gossiper. But alas, there actually is. I leave you to do your findings on that. So back to the flavors of gossip, I will mention some. The first one I have here is slander. It simply means spreading rumors or lies about a person to cause damage purposely. Colossians 3, it says, Where we were called to read ourselves from slander and its lies. James 4, 11 says, Brothers, do not slander one another. Another flavor of gossip i have is dishing dishing this one is just uh, it's about divulging information juicy information you learned about someone 
You might not have the intention to cause damage, but keeping the gossip alive would definitely cause damage. For example, like now you're talking about Loretta was raped, she got pregnant, she did an abortion, she lost a womb. No, you know, you're just dishing out the information. But the truth of it is that it might or it will definitely cause damage on Loretta because maybe a probable suitor for Loretta is there and you've already dished out that she has lost the womb and the guy will just be pissed off. So dishing is a is a style of, a, of gossip. I have another one, rumor. <laughs> Rumors, it takes only few people in this present world not to be caught in the web. Yeah. I mean the web of rumors. You hear something or see something and it's not good and you've not confirmed it as true but you tell someone or ask someone else to get more details. The rumor mill turns and increase and gossip spreads. Proverbs 13 verse 3 warns, You will guard his lips, guard his life. He will guard his lips, guard his life. I would like to tell you that he will guard his fingers by watching what he or she types on the media. Also, God is life. <laughs> really, because there are so many things that we just type out on the media and they are not actually true. They're not true. So rumors. So can you see now that you, you might be a gossiper and you not know? So another one I have is backbiting. This flavor of gossip, just as the name implies, whereby you tactically go behind the person when the person can't see you and you bite from behind. Proverbs 25 verse 23. Intentional speaking of spiteful word about another person who is not present and can do nothing in defense. You are backbiting. Another one here, which I know many people also fall in this line, is harmful jokes. When your jokes are hurting a person's emotion, though true, but it's a form of gossip. For instance, you know that a particular person isn't financially buoyant and they were asked to contribute and you're like, about it, Sonny. <laughs> you're a mocker. You're not doing well. About his sonny, uh, eh, maybe he will pay tomorrow. You know, you are arming the person. It's a form of gossip. Another one I have here in the flavor is planting seed. This is a type of gossip that is very subtle. This flavor of gossip is said in such a way to make the listener question or assume something about the character of a person. For instance, you just say, don't you find it strange the way that lady sits at the choir stand? You know, you've not really said anything. But you have insinuated, you have planted seed in the heart of the listener. Like, really? Okay? Do you understand? And this one, I saw this on the net. It's called Whispered Innuendo. Hmm. Whispered Innuendo. Your insinuation can mislead others into thinking wrong thoughts. Your insinuation when you're speaking can mislead others into thinking wrong thoughts. For example, you're saying, It's funny that the treasury box got missing when the Ed Usher traveled. Madam, what are you trying to insinuate? <laughs> huh? 
the whispered innuendo the last type of gossip i have here the flea voice got it got this all wrong gossip this you admit you didn't spread the right information but because probably it's a story that touches the heart you let it keep spreading you know saying the person will not know Ah, at least it's making sense but it's not true the bible says in james 4 17 anyone then who knows good hmm, and doesn't do it to him is a sin so by now my dear listener if i will speak your mind that scripture for all i've seen and fallen short of his glory might be on your mind Take this time out and say and mean this prayer. Say this prayer. Lord, I come to you in total surrender to the truth that I haven't passed the litmus test of having my tongue tamed. Help me to tame my tongue, guide my ears and guard my heart. Help me to become a perfect person because the scripture says, if any man doesn't sin in words, such can be regarded as a perfect man. Help me, my Father and my God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen. See, eh? Just is sweet. Talking is interesting. But walk in the consciousness of giving an account of every idle word that you speak. May our word account on that last day balance in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, For you shall give an account of every idle word that you speak. Are you a gossip? Are you a gossiper? Be wise. Yeah, it's still your girl, your lady, your woman, your sister, your friend, your daughter. Olamiju, Olajumoke, who speaks as inspired by the Holy Spirit. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever the time is that you're listening to this podcast, I'm your friend Olajumoke Olamiju, your Tuesday inspirational podcaster. Yeah. It's beautiful to be alive. Thank God for grace. Thank God for a new month. The month of May is the month of grace. I pray that the grace of God will be sufficient for all my listeners in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, really, a lot of things have been just bogging my mind on all that is happening around. You see various anomalies here and there it seems everybody's just going crazy it seems the world is just going mad and all you see sexual perversion here and there and all so like what is really happening you know all these things got me thinking got me praying got me asking questions and also i just want to talk about i don't even know if my topic is fitting but what is really bugging me is this sexual perversion thing so tackling sexual perversion a lot of self-control ascetism methodologies have been applied to tackle uh, 
this monstrous vice that is eating deep into the fabric of this society, even the society at large, illicit sex. And I can boldly say that all these have not really helped. It is now a norm for children, even suckling children, to engage in sex. Their hormones are now awakened to sex even than that of adults. We're quick to blame it on the negative influence of the social media. True, the media have added to this menace. But truth be told, this incident, this occurrence are not new at all. My dear listener, how old are you? Are you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years? Can we quickly play a sincerity game here? I call it you lie and you die. That is, if you don't answer the following questions sincerely, you die in a short moment. That was just an enlightenment. Nobody is dying here. Sure, I know you, you know you won't die, but I just crave your sincerity of response. Right then, you heart. Nobody will know. So just be sincere with, your, with yourself when you hear this question. Nobody will know. I want to ask you, at what age did you get to know or understand the word sex? Were you engaged in sex before you knew the word? How did you come about the word sex? At what age did you begin to have sexual arousal? Now, not sex. At what age did you begin to have sexual arousal? How did you react to this arousal or these feelings? Can I ask you again that what normally triggered these feelings then? Did you at any point touch yourself in sensitive areas of your body to express your feelings? Okay. At what point did you eventually have sex? How old were you? Okay. For you that you had sex on your wedding night, were you pure all the way? There was no touching, no no romance of any form? Answer me. What or who introduced you? to the act of sex not the word the act were you caught in the act of sex at any point in time did you attend religious grad- gatherings where morals were taught about this issue can i ask you have you ever been raped okay have you ever raped anybody did you fantasize on having sex before and after you eventually had it yes you are a virgin what kind of virgin are you is it only penis penetration that remains or vaginal insertion that remains can you recollect vividly your first sexual experience how can you describe it was it painful how long did you abstain from sex before you had another one you know, how long did you abstain before you had your next sex, when you had your first? How do you perceive sex? Have you ever been attracted to a gender as same as you are? Before you answer that question, take a little pause, then flashback. Yeah, flashback, very well. Have you ever been attracted to a gender as same as you are? Hmm. How did you handle that feeling if you did? Did you just suppress it or did you explore with it? Now, while growing, 
Did you at any point in time hear or know of any promiscuous child or teenager? Are you a Yoruba? Do you know the meaning of Alatoto? As a female child, were you circumcised by your parent or your grandparent? Why do you think they circumcised you? Did you ever ask? Okay, did it really help regulate your urge for sex? I mean that circumcision. How many people have you slept with in your lifetime? How many people have you had sex with in your lifetime? Do you have any sexual dark secret you would prefer covered for life? Do you have any incest experience while growing? While you were growing, was the social media very prevalent by then? The questions are long and I can't ask you all, but can I say thank you for being sincere as possible? Now, why all these long questions? Is it that, why is she asking us all this question? Is that for those of us that are a bit advanced in age to juggle our memory and be in the know that this vice, this malady has been happening for a while now and the only help the social media has done is to corroborate this mess, is to amplify it and make it more visual. And since life cannot be static, whatever was bad 10 years ago and is still existing cannot remain bad but would definitely move to the stage of worse and graduate later to the stage of worst. And this is why this generation, it seems the Ola Balu is gigantic. So how did we get here? I hate to say in the beginning it has been so, though coming from a different angle. But we have Bible stories that shed light on rape, incest, adultery, fornication and their likes. But why does this sex thing seem so addictive and all problem causing and all? There's this alluring and enticing spell around the sex that makes it overwhelming. But God created sex. Why must it be so, since God is actually a good God? Why has it become a tool that is now destroying even children that came through the same means? Emotional intelligence have tried to save the moment. Self-awareness, determination, self-reliance and so on. But what do we have? After all this, a fall in the stack up of play cards. Children's sex education, we told them about their sensitive part, how it belongs to them, not to be touched by any other person. We told them on how to respond to any illicit touch. If you touch my private part, I will tell. We've, we've enlightened them. Many lectures, teaching, seminar, but the monster is gaining more ground. So what's the way out? Go back to the invector of sex. Go back in frustration and surrender. Go back in humility and with a teachable spirit. Ask him to help you. Be sincere that on these issues, women's psychology, I'm not playing down psychology in any way. I'm a parapsychology, teenage coaching, I'm a teenage coach intentional parenting i'm also an intentional parent and so on are good but not enough ask for a clear blueprint 
This is what I did, am doing, and will do per time, even as my words, as they grow. Now, take a look at this. He that created us said that our heart is evil. <laughs> if you know about the Bible, it said that the heart of man is deceitful. It is desperately wicked. That is the heart of every man. Let me leave it now. Don't I don't want I don't want to preach here. But just listen. I'm an intentional parent, no doubt. But my being intentional does not mean I will be with my children 247. And even if I am, I'm not in their minds. They spend most of their time in school, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. The only intentional thing that I did here was to sort for a good school for them. I don't know the children they they may come across. Though I believe prayer can do the association thing though, but the school especially is an open field for all sorts of background to mingle. I can't isolate my children. So, I introduce to you a methodology that I know won't be celebrated much. It's called Sok, Sok Futal, Sok Futal, S-O-K-A-F-O-T-L, or you can just say Sotful, S-O-T-F-O-L. This actually surpasses any formula or methodology. It has passed the test of time over years. I'm talking about 3,000, 4,000 years. It's not so relevant in this our present generation because it seems so archaic. It has helped many great men and women to live a fulfilled life. It is still helping some in this present age. Sudful actually has some other factors that works along with it, but I can assure you that if you can get softer, live by it, work with it, and pray and inscribe it into the life of your words, you can be assured that there will be Daniels, Joseph, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego of this present generation. Softal is nothing so far-fetched, but simply the spirit of the fear of the Lord put in an acronym. Ah, did you just ease, or did you just smile, or did you just shrug your shoulder? Hmm. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. You see, no matter how hard I try, I can't just help it. I hear you don't have to spiritualize everything. Okay. Tell me, what logic is behind a child that is barely five, having so much urge for sex? Let me help you. I know you have answers for that. Maybe it's the over-secretion of the oestrogen gland, or what's that gland that is respons- responsible for sex, sexual hormones? Hmm? Maybe, that, maybe that's the reason. Or the child has been abused as a child, so that is why. Okay. What can make a 52-year-old man to be attracted to a five-year-old girl? And ensures that he defiles her. Money ritual, Abi is a pedophile. Okay, I've heard you. See, and all those things, they are there. Being a pedophile, there are names I know. They are, they are more of grammar. And the perpetrator, I mean the grand perpetrator of this act, this malady, is happy to the fact that we have chosen to exempt him from all this malady and be seeking logical help for spiritual matters. 
this my podcast is actually not for all but for few that will reason with me that some issues are beyond logic and that god is still interested in human matters everyone is getting mad and is using every weapon at his disposal to bastardize the original intention of god sex that is a beautiful thing in the confines of marriage why did god tell me about thoughtful thoughtful is a full package is a full package the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the lord wait a minute what about a baby that doesn't know anything yet and was defiled that is because the perpetrator the one who defiled that baby lacked the spirit of the fear of the lord like i said this my podcast is not for all but for the few that have the enlightenment that in this perverse and in, in disintegrating world one thing is needful the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the lord as a parent you must possess this yourself before attempting to pass it my dear you cannot give what you don't have it is a healthy kind of fear it comes with the knowledge of god the bible says in daniel 11 32 that those that know that that god shall be strong uh, and do exploit so we need strength to resist this alluring and enticing temptation of sin. We need that strength in the life of our children. You can better experience and have the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord rather than teach it. So I pray the Lord breathes on you if all what I have said seems like jargon to you or probably lacks coherence. It might just be a pointer to the fact that you need to encounter this Lord whom I have so much emphasized on his spirit and no other one than Jesus Christ. In him lies the seven spirit of God. Give your life to him and ask him to help you and definitely show that it will give you a better insight than I can do. C. Raising a godly, influential, skillful, productive child is still possible in this generation. Let the best teacher teach you into all truths. The Holy Spirit is the custodian of wisdom. I'm not done. There's something that baffles me again when I look, but this especially, this one goes to all educators and all schools, teaching staff, especially. I advise you that you take this advice because refusal to take it will leave us in a vicious cycle that leads nowhere. We teach, we impact virtues round the term but because of a day occasion we throw away those values all in the name of being social and in the know you want to be in the know i want my school to to look good and all so we throw it away in a day as a parent or as an educator your words and children are so morally upright and decently dressed then boom here comes the social night or whatever a day license for frivolities and all sort of indecency porous songs that defile the souls are played repeatedly all because you want the school to balance <laughs> i find it very funny and not only me though so see it can't work categorically call a walk you see look at the scenario now you've washed your white your white clothes it's white again and you chose to rumple it in that for a day getting it the clothes back to normal is not easy you have to wash it again dry iron it is more tasky 
Why don't you just make your, up your mind and go for virtue all the way? Go for virtue all the way. See, I conclude on this note. The spiritual controls the physical and until every parent, guardian, educator, teachers, school owners come to this term that the spiritual controls the physical, we will continue to see a lot of anomalies in school and we will only be in a vicious cycle by dealing with it from the branch instead of going to the root of it. Get the spirit of the fear of the Lord for yourself as a teacher, for yourself as an educator, for yourself as a parent, and it will be easy for you to what to give it to your children. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. It is still possible to have a same generation if you and I are ready to take the bull by its own. Have a beautiful day. God bless you. I remain your friend, Olajumakia Lamajun.